This is Biz. I'm a part-time working mom with a big kid and a little kid. And I'm Teresa. I have a family business, two young kids, and a baby. This is a show about life after giving life. Don't listen with your kids, because there will be swears. This is One Bad Mother. This week on One Bad Mother, it's the very special 11th ever Genius Fail Spectacular, plus rants. Woo! That was lovely. <laughs> Teresa. Yeah. 11. Really? 11 wow. Genius Fail Spectaculars. You guys are so amazing. Not counting the holiday spectacular. Oh, wow. Of which we, I think, will be on the fourth next holiday. Amazing. But as always, we like to bust these out. Labor Day and Memorial Day. Sort mm-hmm. of bookending the summer. Mm-hmm. I think I did those backwards. But before we get into it, Teresa, just going to ask real quick how you are. Oh, I'm good. Great. And I have a quick (laughs) announcement. I'm super excited. My book is about to come out. It's called It Feels Good to Be Yourself, a book about gender identity. And I now have a launch party here in Los Angeles. So for those of you who are in or near Southern California and can make it, we're going to have a little shindig at Children's Book World. It's going to be Saturday, June 22nd at 2.30 p.m., Bring your kids. I'm going to be reading the book. I'll be signing (laughs) books. I'll be saying hello. My family will be there. Uh, I'm just super excited. So I hope you guys can make it. Yay! Yay. Best book ever! (laughs) I'm so excited. Well, how are you, Biz? I'm here. Good. I'm all right. Okay. I'm totally okay enough to want to focus on everybody else. Let's do it. Because... Summer is here, and over the next few weeks, if you have kids in school, they're about to get out, and you have to figure out something to do with them. Maybe your child is starting school next year for the first time in the fall, and you see the summer as some sort of last hurrah to self-judge if you are a good enough parent. Maybe you have vacations planned and are just accepting that it still means you have to parent throughout them. Whatever fun awaits you, you got this. So let's feel better about everything and kick off summer with the 11th ever Genius Fail Spectacular Plus Rants. (music) Teresa, Genius Fail Spectacular Plus Rants. Genius me. Wow. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I saw what you did. Oh, my God. I'm paying attention. Wow. You, Mom, are a genius. Oh, my God. That's fucking genius. Okay. So in our house, my wonderful husband, Jesse, is the chef of the family. He does a lot of actual cooking. Um, (laughs) I do a lot of, like, compiling pre-prepared foods onto Mm. plates and pouring milks over and over and over and over and over (laughs) over again. Voila! I also do, I'm also the primary fruit washer and Mm. slicer. But anyways, Jesse does the cooking. I do a lot of like the prepping and the cleaning in the kitchen. And we have this ongoing thing where we like have all these dish towels. And (laughs) I am constantly like pulling a clean one out of the clean drawer. Yeah. 
drying my hands with it after washing my hands and then hanging it on like the little rail outside the oven because that's where I keep like the towel to dry my my clean hands. And then Jesse, because he's cooking, will grab that towel inevitably and use it to like wipe something down. And to which at which point it becomes disgusting or I don't really know what the story is with it. So I can no longer like trust it (laughs) to like be used with my clean hands. And it doesn't get rehung, mm. so it's just it's on the counter, or it's it's do, it's doing whatever he does with it in the wild. It's out in the wild. <laughs> it becomes his territory suddenly. <laughs> and over over this weekend, which was you know a three day weekend, we were doing a lot of cooking and cleaning at home with our wonderful three children, <laughs> and. I literally, we used up the whole drawer so quickly of clean towels yeah. because I kept hanging one out and then it would be gone the next mm. time I would go to wash my hands and dry my hands. And it started to kind of drive me crazy because I'm like, wow, like I'm going to be doing so much laundry and I'm just so annoyed that like it's not there when I want it to be yeah. there. But I didn't want to say anything to Jesse because he's doing a good job. Right. Like he's using it for something too. Yeah. It's like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's like one of those things where it's like nobody's fault, but it's bugging me. So then I realized I need like a secret hiding place for my clean towel <laughs> where he won't know that it is, right. but it's still in the kitchen and it's still out and still ready for me to use. Yeah. So I found this weird spot on like this weird movable island that we barely ever use for cooking, but it's like close enough to our kitchen yeah. that it's right there, but it's not a place he would normally go to look for a towel. Ooh. And I hung my clean, dry towel there. Yeah. And then like there were like 10 times that I was able to like go and dry my hands there, and I was so happy that it was there and it was all for me. <laughs> wow, Teresa. Yes. That is genius. I know. When are you going to share that story at the next cocktail party? Exactly. I <laughs> love it. Good job. Thank you. Really good job. Okay. One of my children had a four-day weekend. My, one of mine has five. Yeah. Friday was, and Tuesday as yeah, well. Yeah, it's a lot of weekends. It's so many days. It's a long, it's summer before Just summer. Just get out from summer earlier then. <laughs> It's like a weird vacation right before. Anyways, okay. go on. So on Friday, I have been smart enough to arrange a play date with her friend. Uh, by the way, it's Katie Bell who had the, okay. <laughs> the day off. And I took them to go see a Detective Pikachu. Oh, good. And do you know what I did? What? I let them sit on one oh. row. And I sat... On a row behind them and a few seats down. Adorable. And it was like being at a movie by myself. Yes. A weird one to choose for myself. Sure. But it was so, like, yeah. level up. It sounds nice. good. Yeah. It was. Yeah. I was like, oh. And for them, too. It's like, yeah, it was so cute for know? them. Yeah. I don't give a shit. I was just like, oh. I don't have to talk to anybody. I don't have to be, like, in charge for, like, an two hours. Amazing. It was amazing. You're a genius. Thank you. But do you know who's really a genius, guys? It's you, our listeners. Grab some wine or some coffee. Settle in. And let's listen to how great you are. Hey, guys. This is a genius. So fun to be able to call with one of these. So I really love to read. And it struck me recently that since my daughter has been alive, which is now seven and a half years, I don't know or I didn't know if I had ever in that time, like read and finished a book. 
think I've started a few, and then I'm like, who the fuck has time for this? <laughs> I, I can say that I've listened to some audiobooks, uh, and I love that, but it's just not the same. And I made a fucking commitment to myself to put all of my devices away, like, an hour, whenever I climb into bed and I usually just, like, scroll Instagram or whatever, I was like, no, you set your alarm, you put your devices away, and then I put lotion on my hands, and it smells amazing, and it makes me sleepy and relaxed, and it's great, but I don't want to touch my devices because my hands are covered in lotion. I don't want to get greasy fingerprints all over my devices. And then I read. I read until I feel tired, which happens pretty quickly, but still I can usually get a couple good chapters in. I have an amazing book light, so I can turn off the lights, so my partner is not annoyed, and it's just the most relaxing thing. And you guys, since January, I've read like six fucking books. Six books. That is, like, more than in the entire lifetime of my daughter. <laughs> and on top of all of that, I am driving home right now from a fucking dance class. Because I decided, as an adult, I wanted to do something that I never did as a child. So in January, I signed up for tap, jazz, and hip-hop. And I go for three hours on Thursday night. And I let my partner put my daughter to bed, which is really difficult for me. And I just dance. And I stay up way too late. And I'm always tired on Friday mornings. But it is so worth it. It is so worth it. This has been the longest genius ever, but it's just such a mega self-care genius, and I just really wanted to share it with someone who gives a shit. Thanks. You guys are doing a great job. Bye. <laughs> this is the best. I literally titled this genius, and then in parentheses, I love this woman. Yeah. It's 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 really great as a kickoff for today. Yes. It really sets the tone. I mean, yeah, you're just you're so on fire. I, I mean, I I wonder. I feel like this particular genius fail spectacular is going to bring up some existential questions. Sure. And for me, uh-huh. this very first one brings up the question of when you make time for one thing. Yeah. Does it, Does it suddenly yeah. unlock? I mean, to yeah. go from being able to do the book reading the book thing, yeah. and like finishing those yeah. tasks yeah. to signing up yeah. for a dance class, yeah, which is so awesome. Yes, and three hours. Yeah, I don't. I don't even know. Yeah. I, I just. You are doing an amazing. Job. Yeah, you yeah. are. Yeah. You really are. You're inspiring. <laughs> you really are. Yeah. <laughs> Next. <laughs> hey, Biz and Teresa. This is a genius. Um, I was catching up on some old episodes, and one of the fails I was listening to, um, the woman was complaining about bears getting into her garbage and forgetting to take it out the next morning. Well, garbage seems to be an issue in our house as well. It's a point of contention between my husband and I. So, kind of took that idea and paid the kid next door to make sure that our garbage is by the curb every Wednesday morning by 7 a.m. You know, we give him five bucks, he's 10 years old, and it's the easiest thing I would have to do, and I don't have to fight with my husband about it, and the garbage gets out on time, and everyone is happy. So I just checked one thing off the list for the week. Thanks, and have a wonderful day. You're doing a great job. You forgot, like, yeah. doing something 
cool for that kid. Yeah, too. and the kid's learning kid responsibility. Is a job, a little job that he can manage. Yeah, and I got to tell you, or I, she, I can't I remember really what said. thought that this call was going to go toward. I'm like listening. She mentions the bear. Yeah, and I think so. I'm paying the kid next door to destroy our trash, <laughs> but, as if bears had attacked it. So that I can I'm, tell my husband. I'm paying the kid next door yeah. to fight off bears to that are coming <laughs> for our trash. Any of these things are geniuses, and you are doing an amazing job. Hi, One Bad Mother. I'm leaving a genius moment. I'm not a mom, uh, but I'm a nanny, and uh, in this case, I'm a sister. I'm 21, and my little sister is six. She has a lot of anxiety. Every time I come and visit her, she just super worked up and so excited to see me. And then when I leave, it's just down. Like, she totally loses her shit every single time. And so a couple months ago, I decided that when she walked me to the door, uh, we could do a little, like, secret handshake. And it totally calmed her down. And it worked super well. And now we do it every single time. She gets so excited and we do the whole thing. And she, like, adds something new every time. And sometimes it sticks and sometimes it doesn't. So now it's like an eight-step process. <laughs> it's super fun and cute. And now when I'm in my car and I can see her through the window, she is not crying with her hands dramatically pressed against the window. She is smiling and waving. So, yeah, I feel like a genius. Uh, thanks. Bye. You are a genius. You are a genius. That's so great. That is, yeah, you are doing such a remarkable job. Good yeah. job. Good job. I'm calling with a genius that no one cares about except for... <laughs> people who listen to this podcast. My kid has been going to swim lessons for about six months. There's this other baby there that he really loves and every time he wants to play with him, but there's not enough time in built into the swim class that he, they can play. So I just asked the mother if we could do a play date. And she said yes. And she didn't think I was weird. And we exchanged numbers and we're getting together on Tuesday. And I'm just so proud of myself for putting myself out there and, like, making the overture for a play date toward another really cool mom um, who also seems really OBM. <laughs> and I just can't wait for this play date. And even if, you know, my worst fear is she's going to cancel or something, but even if she cancels, I at least put myself out there and did it. You guys are all doing a really good job. And today, so am I. Bye. Yes, you are. Such a good job. This is, you know, I will admit that as my kids get older and I move away from those, like, super isolating years mm -hmm. of, you know, babies, mm -hmm. you're totally alone. Yeah. <laughs> a lot. Like, you don't yeah. have the friend connections. Yeah. And doing that, reaching out to somebody else, even if you're just, you know, you don't have to become best friends. It's just nice to have somebody yeah. to to play with. Yeah. And you're doing such a good job. That was so brave of you. Yeah, good, good job. job. Hey, guys. I'm a new listener to the show, but I love it so far. I typically have more fails than geniuses, but I wanted to share one genius with you. One of my biggest peeves about parenting is getting kids to put their socks and shoes on before we go out the door. I mean, how many millions of times do we have to ask them to do it? It drives me insane every single day. I have a first grader, a preschooler, and a little baby, and I have no patience for telling them over and over to do it. So I realized about a year ago that 
I needed to just make it as easy as possible on them. <laughs> Part of that is getting shoes that are easy to get on. But the other thing is that we were keeping their socks in their dressers in their bedroom, but the shoes by the front of the door. And so it was a two-step process. So I thought, ding, 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 why don't I just keep the socks right by the shoes? So I got a little cheap Ikea like storage cube thing. They each have a drawer of their socks and in the winter with their gloves as well and hats. And they're right next to the shoes. And so now, yes, I still have to nag them to put on their socks and shoes, but they don't have to go back and forth and get distracted by some stupid toy. And that ends in me yelling at them once again. I feel like it's a genius moment. And I think every parent should do the same. All right. Bye. It is a genius. It's totally genius. You are it's correct. Yeah. yeah. This is one of those ones. We've talked about socks and shoes before. Mm-hmm. It's good to remember, but also it serves as a good reminder. What else are we making difficult yeah. <laughs> for our kids Yeah, and yet having adult expectations for? Right. What else are we keeping separate? Right? Mm-hmm. Like you're not like coddling a child by making something easier for them. Yeah. And I know that's not what you're saying. I'm just yeah. saying like... You know, oh, I have to do all this extra effort just to make it right. <laughs> easier. Yeah, because it, in the long run, yeah. it makes it easier for you. Yeah, and it's more. It's also it's less about like making things easier for them. Yeah. More about it just being more like seamless and efficient. Yeah, like it just makes sense if they're if they're not putting their socks on when they're getting dressed in the morning. Right. If they're putting them on when they're putting their shoes on to go. It yeah. makes sense that the socks would be with the, the shoes, shoes, not with the clothes. I know. Yeah, You're, it's like the woman who was like, I put. You know, this in every room. Yeah. Like a charger in every room. Yes. Like, yes, you did. Yeah. You are doing an incredible job. Great job. This is a genius. Um, I am currently laying in bed uh, late this morning um, after having gotten up with my kids. My four-year-old had wet the bed in her sleep, so I had to change her sheets. And she asked if I could leave her mattress on the floor once I got new sheets on it. And she and her two-year-old sister are now just in their room playing with this mattress that they always have access to (laughs) and can always play in their room. But now that it's on the floor, it's suddenly a magical playground. And they're leaving me the fuck alone. You're doing a good job, and I'm doing a good job. Maybe I'll call back in about ten minutes with some head wounds, but, you know, for now, (laughs) it's working. Bye! so great it's so good yeah yeah there is something about the mattress the floor bed yeah there's something about a floor bed yeah that this seems really great to, yeah, yeah this isn't supposed to be yeah. here <laughs> this is a crazy house <laughs> and this is gonna amuse us for hours yeah. good job not being in there yeah yeah just wait for the head injury yeah, yeah. it's got you let know. it come to you let it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're both having mattress time <laughs> I think this is a genius because I have now decided to picture my evenings from the time the bedtime, dinner, bath, routine starts as a video game. And so I'm in a video game. So I'm going along, dog jumps in the way, kid throws food. It's just, you just keep jumping over the little, whatever they are, like holes you can fall down. And then every now and then you see a little question box and you jump up and you hit it who knows what it could be oh it's a mushroom it makes you bigger you can live for longer when you have that so 
For me tonight, that was a glass of wine. I saw the wine. Now, I just had a huge um, kind of breakthrough. A guy came to the door to try to sell me something. It was like fighting off the guy at the end. And I won. And now I get to go finish the game with bath and bed. And I'm just going to keep finding the fun little elements that I can find. Oh, baby crying. I've got this. I have the mushroom. <laughs> the wine. I'm big. She can't, she can't beat me. So I've got this. You're doing a great job. I great. love you. It's great. I think this is so great. Super fun. Do you want to know what I used to imagine? What? Like when I just had Katie Bell, the baby? Uh-huh. I would put on 80s music mm-hmm. and I would pretend I was parenting in the 80s. Oh my God. <laughs> Why did you never talk about this? Maybe I That's- did. Right? I'd be like, it is the 80s. That's amazing. Yeah. Like, I mean, I didn't do yeah. anything different. No, but you were, like... kind of, but it's kind of like imagining yourself being yeah. in a movie That's or right. on TV. This is it's a like, brand new song. Yeah. It just came out by Whitney Houston. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Oh, so I love I this love idea this so of like yeah. the video game, yeah. whatever Create your, your own reality. <laughs> yes. You are doing a good job. Yes, you are. And now we're going to wrap up on one last genius. Hi, One Bad Mother. I'm calling with a genius moment today. Uh, my husband normally does the pickup from um, our in-laws after work, which goes smoothly for him. But when I take his place to do the pickup, my son gets very excited when I take him out of his grandpa's car seat and very upset when I try to put him and put him down and strap him into the car seat at the back of my car. And will usually brace himself, kick, scream. Um, and once I can finally get him into the car seat, he screams like a little high-pitched banshee our entire ride home. So I found out today at work that I was going to have to do the pickup. <clears throat> and instead of my usual picking him up out of the car and putting him into mine, I uh, took my jacket and I put it over my head. And I crouched down in the driver's seat and I hid behind the seat. <laughs> Um, while his grandmother uh, put him, snuck him into the car seat of my car. And um, I drove through town, uh, crouched down over my steering wheel so that he could not see me in the rearview mirror with my hood up the entire time, looking probably creepy driving my car. But he was happy the entire way home. And when I got into the garage in order to get him out of his car seat, he was incredibly happy to see me. And we avoided a major tantrum all the way home. So uh, love the show. Thanks so much. Bye. My, this is amazing. My favorite part about this is like the conspiring with your in-laws yeah. that like they were in on it too. Yeah. Like while you sat hunched, hunched. with your hood yeah. over the steering wheel that your mother-in-law yeah. snuck the baby into oh, yeah. the car seat, like winking at you. Like, don't worry. Yeah. He'll I, never know. I feel like this is a good indicator of your relationship with your in-laws. Yeah. And... This call, not only do I love you, yes, I just love parents. Yes. I just am like, yes. what is what is it for you today in yeah. which you're hiding in the sure. front seat of your car yeah. with a hoodie over your head? Crouching. Crouching to avoid <laughs> yeah. the noise. Yes. The tantrum. Yeah. And it, 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 it's all worth it. Yeah. And I just... And it worked. It, and it worked. It worked. And I... I just salute you and parents everywhere for making it work. 
You guys are doing <laughs> such a great job. One Bad Mother is supported in part by Mathnasium. Who's ready for the summer slide? Woo! Me! I'm next! I'm next! Wait a minute, Biz. <laughs> the summer slide isn't a good thing. Why? It's not a water slide. <laughs> Studies have shown <laughs> that kids lose as much as six weeks of learning over the summer. Wah, wah. That is not a good slide. <laughs> Thank goodness Mathnasium is here for the summer. They offer fun math learning programs with face-to-face -face instruction and flexible schedules. Dot, dot, dot. Drop by anytime. What? Just a couple of hours a week at Mathnasium can make all the difference. So avoid the summer slide. Contact Mathnasium today. You can go to mathnasium.com slash OBM or call 855-354-MATH. That's mathnasium.com slash OBM or call 855-354-MATH. We're back for the 11th ever Genius Fail Spectacular Plus Rants. You guys have proven how amazing you are. Now it's time to prove to each other how not alone we all are and how normal it all is as we jump feet first into failures. <laughs> Teresa, fail me. Fail, 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 fail! You suck. So last week was a really long, intense week for me, and I was really tired, and it came to Thursday night, and I had Curtis and Oscar, and I, I picked them both up from school, and then we had to take Oscar to his weekly appointment that he goes to at that time. And then after the appointment, we had to go back to Oscar's school for open house. There was a little bit of time in between, and... So I decided I would take them through the drive-thru at In-N-Out. For those of you who don't have In-N-Out, it's basically like fancy McDonald's or whatever. <laughs> and I was so fried at this point, and I really wanted a milkshake. Like, what I wanted was a milkshake. That was what I wanted. And I was like, I'm going to get a milkshake. But yeah. then I also knew if I get a milkshake, I have to get a milkshake for them. So luckily at In-N-Out, you can get a milkshake split into two cups. Mm -hmm. So it's not like that. It's still, yeah. they probably still shouldn't have it. Right. But it's not that much. So I get it split into two cups and we go and we park at the school and we're eating in the car, getting ready to go in. And what I had forgotten or just like tried not to think about was the <laughs> fact that if there's milkshake there, no one wants to eat any of the other food. Right. None of the other food is being consumed yeah. because there's milkshake there and right. everybody's aware that there's milkshake there. Yeah. So I kind of like force them each to eat like a little <laughs> bit of grilled cheese sandwich and fries, which is like the worst. <laughs> eat your hot dog eat before it. you get yeah. your pizza. Yes. <laughs> eat this junk food. 
And so they each eat like a few bites of that. And then they're just devouring their half milkshakes. Right. And they're loving it and they're happy. And I'm like, whatever. It's fine. Yeah. It's like a one-off thing. But by the time it's time to go in, I come around and I see that, you know, Curtis is rear facing and somehow he's gotten like the lid open on his. And so, and he's wearing, it was a cold day. So he was wearing a coat, like a coat you need to dry, like like a coat. Crevices and stuff. Yes. And it's. Totally down. And I don't have a change of clothes for him at this point. And like, it's all down. It's just everywhere. And it's all in. It's just everywhere. And then it's in the car seat, too. It's everywhere in the car seat. So I spend a few minutes cleaning him with like the wipes that I have. And it's disgusting. And he's sticky. And then even then, when we go in, it's still disgusting. And everything still needs a wash. And then even at the end of the open house, I have to put him back, back into this car seat that's disgusting and is now, like, dried but super sticky and yeah. just gross. And then it's late, so I don't do anything with the car seat. No. Because I can't at that point. I have yeah. to get people to bed and blah, blah, blah. So I have to drive him to school the next day in, <laughs> in this car seat. And I just, like, shoved a napkin in there, yeah. like, between <laughs> him and the straps. And then that day, I spent over an hour oh. taking apart the entire car seat because it was the straps. Oh, yeah. It was inside everything. It was, like, the whole padding needed to be. I mean, it was... You yeah. know how it is. And it's dairy. So if you dairy, don't clean you gotta it, do it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's not like granola. No. 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 Or even banana. No, it's not even like banana. <laughs> That's awful. Yeah. You are just why would you even it give your kids? It was such a beginner's mistake. Yeah, like, it's it was rookie. like it's a rookie it mistake. It really was. It was like I as it happened, I was like, of course. Yeah. Like, why would I hand a two year old a milkshake in a car? With a lid. Why like, would I do it, that? Yeah. Why yeah. would I think that and then just like not even supervise him for yeah. Oh, yeah, like, so, yeah. To just be sitting in the front seat well, assuming everything's going fine. Because you're doing a horrible job. Yeah. That's the answer. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I've got some more kids, and I I have come to accept that I am doing a really good job, specifically emotionally, Mm -hmm. meeting their constant needs. Oh, good for you. As a result, Uh there are some other needs Uh I'm not meeting at all. Okay. I'm just going to say, once again, Katie Bell's hair. That's a total shit show of tangles and, like, Spriedness and I want long hair. I mean, I want straight hair. Uh, sorry, your hair is wavy. I'm going to treat it like it's straight. Like, it's just a disgusting mess. And that makes me feel bad every day. Uh, hmm. Well, you suck. I do, but not as much as you guys suck. Let's all feel better about ourselves by listening to all of our failures. Hi, One Bad Mother. I'm calling with a fail um it kind of started out as a genius and then it literally crashed so my kids weren't napping two and a half and six months old i knew it was going to be a long afternoon the two-year-old's screaming for cake right now um and i thought you know there's this local bakery they have this slice of cake that they have just for today that i really want so i'm going to take a chance and take my non-napping two-and-a-half-year-old and six-month-old to get a piece of cake at this bakery. So we get there. It's like 10 minutes away from our house. Everybody's doing well. The baby's doing okay. 
I got the two year, two and a half year old strapped to me on my back in a baby carrier. We're like kind of crushing it, walking into this place. There's a weird step I have to get the stroller over. The two and a half year old's excited for a cake. We're backing in. The like cashier guy's like so impressed that I have this baby in a stroller and a toddler on my back. And then I hear this loud crash and this entire display of T-shirts and big bottles of Bloody Mary mix just went crashing to the ground everywhere. Um, Like Bloody Mary mix everywhere, filling up the room with that pungent smell. Um, When I was walking in, it was just like right next to the door. And so I was backing with a stroller. The toddler bumped into it just because she was on my back. And I felt like shit. And the cashier, thankfully, really nice about it. Um, And they didn't charge me for it. And I bought my cake and went on my way. Um, But it just sucks. And I just feel like everything I do, people, I'm so thankful people are really nice when they see I have a baby and a toddler. But I just wish they didn't have to be that nice. I just wish that I could go places and do things without crashing into a display of Bloody Mary Mix, both literally and figuratively in the shit show that is pretty much every outing in my life right now. So that's how we're doing. We did get to eat cake in the car, and now she's mad that I cut her off. All right, bye. This is amazing. This is, this is, it's profoundly amazing. It is. Because. Beginning to end. Yeah, because it's the like, I like it because she's, I'm crushing this. Yeah. Like, she's like, I deserve some cake. Yeah. I'm going to go out and get cake. Yeah. And I love, like, the, just in the beginning, that, like, idea of, like, she's aware of this, like, particular cake Cake? at this bakery that she wants. Like, that's It's only today. It's so nice. It is nice. Like, it's like you pick, and it's also, like, like, there's things where you're like, oh, I have to do this. But then there's also those things where you're like, well, we have to do something. What should we do? Go get mama some cake. Let's go get some cake. Yeah. It's, it's so good. And then, like, it goes bad. Yeah. But, but it's so easy for it to go bad. It's so easy for like it to how, go bad. You know, you almost wonder, like, how did, would that ever go right? Yeah, like, how did you even get there? Yeah. Because you got into the store still feeling good. Yeah. How did you even get there? Yeah. So when it happens, yeah. it's that, it's the pulling the rug out sensation yeah. of, I can't do anything. Yeah. I am, like, just a walking. I thought I could, but I can't. Can't. Yeah. But here's the thing. You did. Yeah, you did. Do you have cake in yeah, your you hand. You got the cake. You got the cake. Yeah. You got You did. The you cake. got the cake. This is a different kind of fail. Yeah. There's you some emotional. Got the cake. <laughs> exactly. There's the emotional weight of, I'm not a person. Yeah. But you're not a person with cake. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. Hey, what good mother? I'm calling with fail. It's, uh, it's funny, but it's, it's definitely still a fail. Uh, the other day, I we were driving home from downstate, and I was sitting in the back with my daughter, and she's two, and we were goofing around, and she had her shoes off for some reason, so I put her big toe up my nose and, like, played to, like, sneeze it out and blow my nose, and, oh, man, a, a foot came out of my nose. Well, fast forward a couple days, and now she just takes her socks off and uh, tells me to try again. And she just wants me to put her toes up my nose and uh, 
needs them out. So I have a feeling this is a fail that's just going to keep on showing up for a while because I put my kids' toes up my nose. And it's it's hilarious, but it's just like my husband is like, you did this to yourself. I'm like, yeah, I, I know. <laughs> it made me laugh. So anyway, you guys are doing a good job. Thanks. Made, made to me laugh too. Yeah. Yeah. This is yeah. your fault. Yeah, it's your fault. You've done something fun yeah. with your, you know, and anybody who would be like, God, that's gross. Not that anybody listening to this show would do it. The reality is, once there is a child in your life, you yeah. will discover there are a number of weird things you are willing to do yeah. that seem like the correct thing to do in the moment. Yeah. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. And like all things that seemed like a good idea once will snowball into something that is a public nightmare. Yes. Yeah. That mm-hmm. she's going to do this in front of people without kids. Yeah. And they're going to look at you funny. <laughs> so, yeah, you're doing a horrible job enjoying your child. You guys, I have a fucking fail. Oh, my God. I thought I was a genius because I have five kids, four of which are on the autism spectrum, somewhere in there. And so I saw a discounted sensory swing on Facebook and they ordered it. And then I splurged for the hardware to hang it up because that's extra. But I was paying the extra anyway because, damn it, we need a sensory swing at home. And I was so happy when it came in and it's perfect. But guess what? I have four kids who want to use it, and the fifth one who isn't on the spectrum still wants to use it because the other four are. And guess how many swings I have? I have one. And that swing can calm down one child at a time. So the other four are becoming a problem. And now I have five kids in five corners, and I'm standing outside taking a breath. I don't even know if this is a rant anymore, but it's a big fail because I tried to do good. I tried to fulfill these sensory needs that my children have and understand them and get down to their level. But guess what? It's too fucking expensive to get down to the level of four sensory swings. So I may have to get creative or build a schedule or at this point I'm tempted to just get rid of it and scrap it all, but I'm not going to do that because I'm a good mom, and I get things for my kids that they need, and I fulfill their needs until their needs are shit. <sighs> we need to learn how to take turns. Thanks. You're doing a great job. <laughs> Bye. So are you. Yeah, you're doing such a good job. I totally understand the feeling of the fail in this, you know, like you get this nice thing and then it becomes like the the act is still nice and fine. It's the fact that there are kids and they're going to like all react to it. They're all going to want to do it. So like you said, and even when she said, maybe I'll make a schedule, I thought her next words were going to be like, I don't want to fucking make a schedule. I just did this nice thing just uh, take turns right i'm so sorry i'm so sorry about that but you you really are doing a good job we we all have to stop feeling like shit for 
doing what we think is best for our kids and yep. trying to help them. It's true. I, I mean it. Like you, I get uh, hear a little of that in the voice, and I, it, it's just such a natural place to go. And you are a good mom, and you are trying to do things right for your kids and meet their needs. And it, they are gonna use the swing. Yeah, they're just gonna have to take turns, yeah. and that's gonna be extra work for you. Yes, but then. You know the newness will wear off, and mm-hmm. they—it's not going anywhere. So it, yeah, it—you are gonna keep using it. And you are. It's not a waste, I don't think. No, and your children are incredibly lucky to have you as their mama. You're doing such a good job. Good job. Hi, one bad mother. This is Brittany, and this is a major fail. Uh, so with the weather warming up, my husband and I have been doing a bit of cleaning around the house and I was washing my daughter's clothing. I actually found a few stains on one of her favorite outfits. So I thought I'd be a good mom and use a bit of like oxy clean and spray and wash and leave it out on the counter and come back, you know, clean it up. Everything came out fine, thankfully, but the fail is that I thought I cleaned off the counter of all the remaining uh, spray and wash and OxyClean. Uh, found out just a minute ago, no, that wasn't the case because I had set down my spoon it, for lunchtime. I was going to have some soup. Um, I pick up the spoon, put it in my mouth, and think, huh, that's odd. That's a little chemically tasty. Yeah, yeah, it, it was not it was not good. So I now know what um OxyClean and spray and wash tastes like. <laughs> I had to contact all sorts of people and go, Am I okay? And they're all, Yeah, you didn't swallow anything. It was a tiny little drop, you're fine. But uh hey, better me than my daughter, right? <laughs> so um you guys are doing a great job. I am doing a horrible job. I have failed. Uh, but I love your show and keep uh, the podcast rolling. All right. See you later. Bye-bye. Hi. Love you. So good. You're doing a horrible job. Yeah. That tastes awful. But you have a great attitude about you it. You do. You got a great attitude about putting poison right in your mouth. You did a good job. I hope some of the people that you called were poison control. Yeah. <laughs> At least one. At least one of the people. Well, you're doing a horrible job. I think the lesson here is don't ever clean anything. Yes, that will be the lesson. <laughs> Hi, business. I mean, Steve. Hi, business Teresa. Wow, I can't speak today. I'm pretty sure this is a fail. I was just thinking about this. So when I'm out with my beautiful, beautiful daughter, she's a beautiful 18-month-old baby girl, um, a lot of times I hear people say, like, oh, she's so cute, or she's beautiful. And I always say, thank you, she's bad, though. Or thank you, she's a handful, though. Like, I can't just accept that my child is beautiful. I can't accept the compliment. And I'm starting to think that this is a little bit of a fail on my part, because what if I'm just making, and and strangers are one thing, because they're, I might never see them again. But I, it's just a habit of mine. Like, even with acquaintances and things like that. So, like, what if I'm just making people think that I'm just, like, this shitty person that thinks that my kid is shitty for doing developmentally acceptable things? And I hope I'm not doing that. But I have heard a lot of people say that I'm really hard on myself or, that, yeah, you know, all kids are like this. You know, they, 
they, they go through these phases. They all like to run around. They all like to explore. So I, I think I'm failing at think, at making people think that I think that my kid is shitty when I really think she's awesome. I just don't know how to accept compliments because I guess I'm fucking weird. So that's my rant slash fail. Hope you guys are doing better than me. I swear I love my kid, and I swear she's awesome. You guys are doing a great job, hopefully better than me. I have a lot to say yeah, about this. This is what I was saying. <laughs> there are some existential questions yeah. being brought up by this, and I want to start with saying I really relate to this because uh-huh. I feel like I came to a realization that I was maybe doing that with Ellis. Uh-huh. Like, I felt like I was talking about how hard yeah. it was yeah. with him that maybe it was making people scared to be with Ellis, right? Oh, you know uh-huh. what I mean? That, like, it, it wasn't him that I, I had done it. And I also think it taps into, on an opposite side, the idea of somebody saying something nice about your child dismisses the work. The work you're doing. The work yeah. you're doing. So we want to be like, yeah, 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 they are. But yeah, it's a lot of work. Yeah. That's basically yeah. what I wanted to say. Like, I think that, well, I think for one thing, we, a lot of us are programmed not to be good at taking compliments. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when somebody's complimenting our children, we're in that awkward space of thinking, like, do I accept this compliment for me? Or, like, yeah. what do I say to this person? Are they complimenting them, my child or complimenting me? Which sometimes can make us feel a little socially awkward and sometimes can make us, like, just say something different just to sort of get us out of that awkward place where a lot of us weren't taught to take compliments. So I think that's pretty, pretty common. And um, I relate to that a lot. And I also, I totally agree with you, Biz. I think when people out in the world say like, oh, that kid is so cute, or especially when they're commenting on the looks of the child, it's a little bit like, Sure, but do you have any idea what I do every day? Like, it's like you want, you kind of want people to acknowledge, we want to be acknowledged for all the work that we're doing. And so it does feel a little bit like, you know, somebody's kind of just minimizing the effort involved when they just comment on how cute your child is. But you know what I loved about your call is how once you really got rolling and talking about this and kind of like exploring what this means to you, you started saying, Something more meaningful, I think, about your child, which was you said, she's awesome. Yeah. And I just like that so much because I could tell the way you said that you really believe that to be true. Whereas when somebody's saying something about how like cute or pretty or beautiful your child is, that's not really talking about right. your child as a whole. And you're daughter is obviously awesome and you really believe that and if you say that she's awesome that doesn't mean that she's easy it just means she's awesome yeah so I I love the idea of you know maybe maybe when people are commenting on her looks that you can say truthfully if you don't know what to say she's awesome because yeah. You obviously believe that to be true, and it doesn't minimize anything about her. Like, awesome kind of means, like, big also. Yeah. You know, like, there's a yeah. lot involved in awesome. Yeah, with, awesome with, can with mean a lot of great power comes great responsibility, yes. yeah. right? Yeah. Like, you actually are doing a good job being incredibly self-aware. Yeah, you are. And thinking about these things. Yeah, you're obviously doing a great job. Yeah, you are. Do you suck? 
sure. Let's okay. just say for the sure. sake of the genius fail yeah. spectacular. You call what? it a fail, so therefore you <laughs> You suck. won't take a compliment. But if we tell you you <laughs> suck, will that will you hold on to that forever? <laughs> Hi, Linda and Mother. I am calling with what is definitely a fail. I have a four-year-old son who goes to daycare, and because he's four, they still do nap time. And I have been getting requests from my son to bring home his pillow. And I thought this was weird, but also kids are weird and they want weird things. So yesterday, I pick him up from school, and he grabs his pillow and he says, Mommy, can we please take this home with us and I said okay we get home and he asks me if he can open his pillow and I said open your pillow and he proceeds to unzip his pillowcase and pull out a yellow block and a ladybug magnet puzzle piece that he has stolen from daycare and he then looked right at me and he said well I didn't want my teachers to know that I had taken them. So my son is apparently a thief, and uh, he stole things from daycare by smuggling them out in his pillowcase. I'm doing a terrible job, and you all are doing a great job. Thanks so much. Bye. Oh, yeah. Thief! Thief! Yep. yep. And uh, you're an accomplice. You are an accomplice. Yeah. That is right. Yep. You need to put together a letter out of, like, cutouts, <laughs> letters from magazines, <laughs> So that they can't trace it back to you uh, and return the items. I uh, mean, you're going to have to figure out how to smuggle them back in. That's yeah, going to be the hard part. That is. <laughs> up the butt. <laughs> you're doing a horrible job and don't tell anybody or admit to uh, your son yeah. took it. You're going to need a lawyer. You're get- That's right. Lawyer up. Oh, you guys, this is a fail. I feel like I fail a lot when I walk into the bathroom and my kids have taken a big old poopy and they have not flushed the toilet. And I don't know what to do about that because they just don't. And I think that's ridiculous. But today we reached a new low because I walked into the bathroom and not only was there a big old poopy in the toilet, there was a bag of nacho cheese Doritos on the floor half eaten. Like, who's taking a poop and eating nacho cheese Doritos? I obviously have failed. Uh, okay, you're doing a great job, and so am I. Bye. Uh, obviously, it's uh, you, maybe the dog. Is the dog eating Probably nacho dog. cheese? Very well trained dog. I just like, does somebody take a poop eating nacho cheese? It's <laughs> gross. This is, it is gross. It should make you feel horrible. <laughs> Ellis always wants to go in and eat mm-hmm. something while using the bathroom. And I'm uh-huh. like, you can't. Yeah. You're like, I draw the line. I draw the line somewhere. Here's your bag of nail clippings yeah. in there. You can have that. But don't eat. There can't be anything good about that. Well, congratulations. Yep. You're doing a horrible job. Yeah, sorry. It and sucks. I'll never eat nacho cheese Doritos again. <laughs> Hi, one bit mother. I'm calling with a chilling fail. Today, I had my one-year-old's first birthday party, my second child, and was up super late, didn't get much sleep, getting everything ready. I've been at it all day. Came home, uh, and I'm getting ready for a date night with my husband. And after brushing my teeth, putting on makeup, I decided 
to use mouthwash uh, and just an insert here. I keep telling everyone that I really, really, really need coffee uh, and uh, asking for coffee and it just keeps getting interrupted. So I grab the green bottle and I quickly take a swig of what I, for some reason, thought was mouthwash. It was nail polish remover. It was horrible. Uh, I've brushed my teeth like three times now, and I think the taste is almost gone. Anyway, the party was great, and now I'm going to go for a date night. Uh, you're all doing a wonderful job. Maybe check labels before um, putting things into your mouth. Bye. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, this has been an episode. Yeah, lots of poisoning ourselves. But can I just say what's improved is that that usually it's like my child ate a thing. Yeah, now it's us. Usually the poison goes into the child's mouth somehow. Yeah. But now we're doing it to ourselves. Maybe that's better. Yeah, we're bigger. We can take a lot more poison (laughs) (laughs) before it becomes a problem. Wow. That's that's a horrible surprise. It really is. And she said, it's chilling. Yeah, it's, it's a chilling fail. <laughs> wow, you're doing a horrible job just being a person. So enjoy your date night. I hope there's cake. <laughs> now let's wrap it up with one last fail. Hi, One Bad Mother. This is a genius. So the other day... I was getting ready. I was going to take my kid to the park, and we were going to have dinner. And I was packing up our stuff, and I noticed this woman who lives across the street from me, who also has a little girl who I haven't met. She's my new neighbor. And I walked across the street, and I invited her to come with me. And I made a mom friend, and we went to the park. And our kids played. And it was great. (laughs) Here's the fail. (laughs) While we were at the park, we were pushing our kids in the stroller. And a snake slithered across the sidewalk in front of the stroller, and I abandoned my kid to run away from the snake. My kid was trapped into the stroller, and I left her there. (laughs) I didn't go far, but I ran away, and my new mom friend did not run away from the snake, and she stayed with her kid because she's a good mom. (laughs) So genius, made a new friend, fail. Abandoned my kid in front of a snake. But we're all okay. So anyway, you're doing a great job. Bye. (laughs) Just the pure instinctual. Fight or flight. It's a fickle thing. I feel like science has missed a study. Maybe they've only been showing us studies that have been skewed to the people stay and act amazing with their children in terrifying situations yeah and they've just decided to not release any data yeah too dangerous to <laughs> reveal people, what's like, actually happening in many situations more often than not a spider comes down yeah. a snake slithers out yeah a set of plastic bags i blows. ran away from you Oscar ran away when the bees were there remember you that ran away that's and right. i was like come on but i just ran i was like come on <laughs> And he left, and he was crying, oh, yeah. trying to catch up with me. It was yeah. horrible. <laughs> but I did get stung, so. Oh. I, yeah. Yeah. I know. I. It's really, really disturbing What's sometimes. great is that she's like, I made a new mom yeah. friend. 
But your real fail is you let that new mom friend know who you are. (laughs) God, you guys are all doing awful. (laughs) You are the greatest mom I've ever known. I love you. I love you. When I One Bad Mother is supported in part by The Floor is Lava from Simon and Schuster. Guys, summer is coming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you it, know what we should do? Turn on every television in the house. Yeah. Is that what Find we sh- every device. Every device. Electronic device. Charge them up, yeah. right? Guys, if it's if you guys have a hard time finding stuff that can compete with screens in your house, like I do. You can unglue your kids' faces from their phones with The Floor is Lava by Ivan Brett, which is a book of 100 screen-free family games, perfect for any super hot day where you can't go outside, car trip, rainy day, and more. So guys, pick up The Floor is Lava by Ivan Brett today. Links in the show notes. Hey, James. Hey, Nike. What we doing, girl? We are inviting the awesome listeners of Maximum Fun to join us at Minority Corner. Ooh, fun. But you know how we go on Tangent City. We're the joint mayors. We're not going to do that, okay? Soup's focus. Okay, so Minority Corner is where you can all come and get your pop culture take. Plus, social commentary, news, and TV movie reactions like Avengers Endgame. No spoilers here. Ooh, snap. Sometimes we dig into the vaults and we review and recap those movies you missed. Gonna at you, Halle Berry's kidnapped. I love how she always gets 1,000%. Like Beyonce. Did you see Homecoming on Netflix? She was burning it down like the mother of dragons. Have you seen the latest Game of Thrones? So good. Only thing missing? More, More black, black people. people. What do you think about Mayor Pete? Wait a minute, James. We went on a tangent? Yes. Ah, well. Join us every Friday for more tangents. On Maximum Fun. Is there a dog in a car at a bar on the street? Yay! I'm Allegra Ringo, a small dog owner. My dog Pistachio howls when she's excited. And I'm Renee Culvert, a big dog owner. My dog Tugboat tips over when he's sleepy. And we co-host a podcast called Can I Pet Your Dog that airs every Tuesday. We bring you all things dog. Yes, dog news, dog tech, dogs we met this week. We also have pretty famous guests on Butt Legs. We're not going to let them talk about their projects. No. Just want to hear about those dogs. We don't want to hear about your stuff, only your dogs. So join us every Tuesday on Max Fun. We're back for the 11th ever Genius Fail Spectacular, and it's time for Plus Rants. Let's listen to some moms have a breakdown. Hey, y'all. Um, so this is like a mini rant. My daughter has started calling me mother. <laughs> And it, it's like nails on a chalkboard because in my head, I'm imagining like typical teenager going, yes, mother. But that's not how she's saying it. She's being very sweet. And it, I love you, mother. I love you, mother. Yes, mother. I will do this. Yes, mother. And it still feels like nails on a chalkboard. And 
I keep thinking, oh, she's just going to let it go in a couple of days. I'll be going back to mama or mommy, and I'll be in my comfort zone. But it hasn't. It's been like a week. And I guess she just calls me mother now, and I guess I just hate it. All right, guys. You're doing a great job. Thanks. Bye. Wow. I love this call. This is so interesting. Katie Bell uh-huh. ha- wants to call me things other than mama. Okay. Now, I am my own, like, parenting persona Yeah. that I have been developing long before having kids. Yeah. I am mama. Yeah. I am not mommy. I'm not mother. I'm not anything. I am yeah. mama. Yeah. And I think we all sort of have that, whether we acknowledge did or not like or maybe yeah. it was subconscious right and then your whatever kid, our parent parents. name is that we chose right yeah but that but once it's chosen yeah usually mm-hmm. that's where you want to stay mm-hmm. and katie bell also wanted to call me mother yeah. and i <laughs> once a year she's allowed to call me mother <laughs> is it on her birthday no it should be because i don't remember when it is and so she just pulls it up all the time uh-huh. i think this is that day where i get to call you mother and i'm like what the Fuck. Like, really? Call me mama. Yeah. And, like, if there is something, mm-hmm. see, to me, it's that it sounds like a serial killer. <laughs> hey, brush your hair, mother. Yes, mother. <laughs> I will take care of you forever, mother. <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> right? Yeah. But I totally get this. Yeah. And it's so strange. It is really strange. I think also. Like, it's so interesting because I think, like, boundaries-wise, mm. I like, this word, for me, mother doesn't rub me that wrong way, but I can hear it yeah. when you say it like that. <laughs> but, like, I feel like, I feel like it would be okay to, mm. like, have a sit-down with your kid and be like, I really prefer to be called whatever, whatever yeah. it is. Of course, that can backfire. Or, you know, I think it's, what it sounds like is you're being so respectful yeah. of your child and you, like want her to know that like you are her mom no matter what and you will be there for her and she can call you what she wants to call you and like that's really sweet but it's also like causing you so much pain (laughs) like I feel like this is very almost symbolic of of, of parenting overall yes you have to become this other person for them with (laughs) nothing left to claim for yourself or is that true Mm. or is that true Yes, mother, maybe it is true. <laughs> mother, Tabitha won't be helpful. Who's Tabitha? She's the little girl that comes and plays in my room when you go to bed. <laughs> Look, I agree with Teresa in that I think it's fine to have a... Katie Bell started doing this at like three, and I was uh-huh. like, my reaction was less nice than yours. I was like, whoa! Yeah. I am your mama, not your mother. Oh my God. Do not call me mother, right? Uh-huh. She's like... Mother. Right. So, like, yeah. I think it's okay to, like Teresa <laughs> said, to to express yourself. Yeah. Whatever happens, who the fuck knows? Yeah. But good luck, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> that was a fun rant. <laughs> but they can't all be fun. No, they can't. Let's Let's wrap up with one last breakdown. Hi, so this is a rant. Um, there was an episode a long time ago where you had somebody on who talked about how really in a marriage or as a self, you're duct taping it together for the first five years of parenthood. 
And that has proven to be very true for us. And we are oldest is five years old. And I feel like we have finally, finally recognizing that we need to um, take care of ourselves. And we are finally coming up for air. And I am advocating now for my child and for things that she needs. And it is great that we finally have the space to do this much necessary work. But what that means is that I finally got to the doctor today, her and for me, and I've come out of it with another giant list of things to do. I have to get physical therapy. Um, and turns out that all of my coping mechanisms, you know, mommy's little extra glass of wine has turned into a real problem. So I need to get help with that and probably with the underlying anxiety and postpartum depression and all of the other stuff. So I'm doing it. Yay. That's great. But I also just for my daughter, like she's been having all of these medical issues for a long time and nobody paid attention and I advocated for her. So that also what I get to do for her now is to um, collect poop, collect a lot of poop for my five-year-old daughter. And of course I'm doing it all while I'm solo parenting and my husband is out of town. Um, just going to be collecting poop over here for her next set of appointments and planning my next set of appointments. And it just feels like starting self-care and starting family care and starting to to deal with it just creates another avalanche of work because it never ends. And I know I'm doing a really fucking great job. I know I am. I'm doing the right things. But that doesn't actually make it better. I mean, someday it'll be better. It, it's I know it's going to be better. But today it fucking sucks. And, um, yeah. Three days of poop collection. Yeah, that about sums up my parenting experience right now. Thank you. Bye. Okay. Yeah. So much. And I am so glad that you recognize the job that you're doing. Mm -hmm. You are doing a good job. And it is also true that even when we recognize that, mm -hmm. it doesn't. It doesn't yeah. make it any better. Yeah. That doesn't alleviate the avalanche, yeah. as you describe it, which is exactly what it is. Yeah. There's suddenly making... This, this is that struggle we've talked about, the making the time for the self-care, finally taking steps on things we need to take steps on. Oh, don't we feel great? We're finally getting to A, B, and C, mm -hmm. but A, B, and C lead to the entire rest of the alphabet. Mm -hmm. They don't lead necessarily to suddenly nothing to do. Right. <laughs> they lead to like what can feel like so much more to do. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that you are doing a remarkable job in is taking care of the things that you are realizing you need to take care of for you. Mm -hmm. And they are going to be a lot of work. And that sucks. But mental health and physical health really will lead to a better day. Mm -hmm. It's just that it fucking sucks having to do all that work when you don't feel good. Right. <laughs> 
Yeah. That you're is- talking about dealing with your anxiety. Yeah. You're just looking at this like steep hill yes. that you have to. Of course, you're feeling terrible about yes. that. Yes. That feels terrible. That is yeah. the trap. That is the like thing. I feel like, again, we're not talking about as much as the like, you know, why don't you just take care of those things? You identified the problems. Right. The problems are still there. Right. And now I've got to like still take all these steps. Well, and I think we seek help from, from professionals. Yes. And a lot of professionals are so helpful. Yeah. And I'm so grateful for the professionals who help our family. Yeah. But a lot of times professionals, what they're doing is giving you a bunch of things to do. Yeah. <laughs> like that's really like sometimes I remind myself of that when I'm like going into a new appointment. Yeah. I'm I'm generally feeling more relieved going into an appointment because I'm like proud of myself that I've like made, I've found the person, I've made the appointment and we've shown up for the appointment (laughs) and I feel relief based on that. And then usually after the appointment, I feel terrible because I've just been given all of this stuff to do. Yeah. And that's just sort of the nature of that cycle, I think. Yeah. I've just, I relate to your call so much and I feel... I so mostly relate to the to the part where you said like that you're doing a good you know you're doing a good job because like sometimes I just feel like yeah I wish I didn't have to be yeah. doing this good of a job. Yeah. This is not fun. I don't want to be doing a good job anymore. Yeah. I don't I just don't want to do any of this. I don't want to do it. How yeah. about I can just not do stuff right. and not be doing a good job? No. That sounds better right now. <laughs> I, know. Like, I know. That is that so is true. I just really sympathize with you and I just really And yeah. I have had to collect poop. Oh. And it is like adding insult to injury. Yeah. And it's worth it. To get to the bottom of the problem, no mm-hmm. pun intended, <laughs> but it is, ugh, yeah. no one wants to do that. No. You don't want to do that. No. And when your partner's traveling, yeah. and uh, that's a hard one not to be like, on top of yeah. everything else while you were going. Yeah. I was, I was yes. like doing the poop, because yeah. you got to keep it in the house. Until yeah. you can take it back in. Right. So then you just have like you have poop in your fridge. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. that's. That's not a good feeling. It's not. Like there's just. Yeah. There is an emotional response to that act alone. Yes. Even though it is for. Yeah. Good it's cause. It's thing to do. Yeah. 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 You're. It is hard. Yes. It sounds like it's a real shit show over there right now. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. And. We see you, mm-hmm. and you are doing a, a really remarkable job. Yeah, you're amazing. Yeah, even though it still sucks. Yeah. I I just think you are amazing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you are. Teresa, what have we learned <laughs> on the 11th? Ever genius fail spectacular plus rants that everyone is doing <laughs> such a great job. Even when we're failing, it's a great job. Yay! <laughs> you guys missed the movements. I'm so sorry. There I were, wasn't quick enough with my camera. There were hands. Yeah. I did some blinking hands. Yeah. Guys, what I love about Genius Fail Spectaculars plus rants is a chance to uh, bask in the glory 
that is all of you. Mm-hmm. And the reminder that it's really fucking hard that the little moments are 100% worth celebrating. Yep. We should just have a cocktail party where it's, you know, people just look. <laughs> you're only allowed to come to this cocktail party and share the most mundane geniuses you could yeah. ever share. Yeah. And people are going to just be like, yes, tell me more yeah. about where you put the towel, Teresa. <laughs> tell me more about how that made you feel. Riveting. And that, like, failures happen, guys. Yep. All the time. They do. All around us. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. And we're all doing a remarkable job, you know, except for that lady who ran away from the snake. <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. Everybody, you are doing so great. Yeah, you are, guys. You are using the hotline correctly. <laughs> you really are. Teresa, you are doing a very good job. Thanks, Biz. So are you. Thank you. And we will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye. I got to low down mama blues. I got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. You know that right. We'd like to thank Max Bunn, our producer, Hannah Smith, our husbands, Stephen Lawrence and Jesse Thorne, our perfect children who provide us with inspiration to say all these horrible things, and of course, you, our listeners. To find out more about the songs you heard on today's podcast and more about the show, please go to MaximumFun.org slash OneBadMother. For information about live shows, our book, and press, please check out OneBadMotherPodcast.com. One Bad Mother is a member of the Maximum Fun family of podcasts. To support the show, go to MaximumFun.org slash donate. Well, Daddy, baby, bustin' by, not low down mama blue. Oh, said Daddy, baby, bustin' by, not low down mama blue. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.